0: G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are asking the question, is this real or should we be selling high? Let's go. Six, Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead.
1: Frank, to
2: Shaq. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no regard
1: for human life. And he Back out to Allen. 3 won.
0: G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by HoopBall. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Here once again with my good mate, the fantasy guru, Callum Mack. How you doing, man?
2: I'm doing well, Mitchie, and, and this is a fun podcast. This is a positive one. Yep. We're going to talk about players that have been killing it so far and their, their value is obviously... I'm um, a lot better than what you probably would have drafted them. So, kudos to all the players we mention in this um, in this podcast. You've, you've obviously hit one out of the park.
0: Yeah, we've 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 hit our sour note. We've talked about the negative players on the previous podcast and the video. So, if you haven't already, check out that podcast. Maybe you've got some of those players and you're freaking out a little bit. Hopefully, we can provide some reassuring, calm words, or maybe put a lighter on the fuse uh, and make you panic even further on that podcast. But today, <laughs> all positive notes. Uh, we're all talking about players who are killing it. And whether or not we think they can keep it up or not, that basically is the gist of the podcast. Let's get stuck into it. The first guy, to me, Cal, I don't know if you agree with this, but this guy has been the surprise of the season for me. I I didn't see this coming. um, And if I could change my pick for most improved player, I would. I think this guy is going to run away with it. Uh, It's Miles Bridges. Um, Basically, he's the 12th ranked player right now. Is this real? Is this legit? or are we selling high? What's your thoughts on Miles Bridges?
2: Um, I feel like you, get, you should try and sell high. Well, let's be honest, you should try. I'm not too sure people will be taking him for what he's ranked at for the 12th. Maybe there is. Maybe. Um, but, but he is being absolutely killing it. I, I didn't see it coming. Um, no one else saw it coming. The guy who drafted him in our league um, is usually pretty clueless. Shout out to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Cal. But yeah, no, he, yeah. Yeah.
2: He was fine under the radar, and he now he's come back. He's gone from um, pretty much twelve points up to twenty two, seven rebounds, three and a half assists. You know the steals are really good, really low turnovers. It's just it's really just net positives everywhere, and that's why he's ended up at the twelfth rank right now. Like I think right now we're kind of asking ourselves, is he is he going to be an all star?
0: Legitimately, like this guy is absolutely. He's already got like a player of the week award. He's um, you know helping this young Charlotte Hornets roster out. I sit here and I look at the stats that he's putting up. He's shooting forty-four percent from the field. He's shooting seventy-eight percent from the line. Um, like they're not outrageous that's down from last season. Yeah, that's not outrageous. Like that's that looks to me sustainable. Like it's like when I look at someone and they're they're ranked ridiculously high, it might be because that they're just shooting the lights out. Which a shout out to another player that we're going to mention soon, but this guy's percentages look realistic. He's an efficient scorer and he's actually down, like you said, from the efficiency numbers point of view. The only thing that I can sort of point towards and I say is probably too high is the steal numbers. I don't think he can average over a steal and a half a game. I think that's going to drop down, but I I, I don't know where else he he drops off from this. I mean, maybe he doesn't score 22. Maybe it's like 20 points a game uh, with uh, Rozier coming back into the mix a bit more now, but this guy's clearly like Basically, the number two option on this team behind Lamelo, it's sort of those two as number one and two. Um, I think, for the most part, this is this is real, and I think that if you drafted him, congratulations are in order because I think he is the steal of the draft this season.
2: Yeah, it's definitely looking that way. Um, I would be a little bit worried with um, with Rozier coming back, though. So I, I do think the points will come down uh, just because sharing the load. Terry does like the bombing a bit. And the steals, like you mentioned. So so you did touch on that. I think they will come down. But, I mean, if anything, his field goal could come up. His three-throw percentage could come up. He was shooting 86% last season. Now he's at 78 Um So, so there's even some positives there. Um, yeah. So it's, looking, it's definitely like a, a huge win. So well played. Um, in terms of fits, if you wanted to make a trade from maybe punt assists would fit pretty well. Um, he honestly is is a pretty versatile, very versatile, like overall kind of guy, isn't yeah. he? Like he can really fit anything, yeah. um, which is even better. So if you draft him as a bit of a sleeper, you'd, he should be fitting your build, is what I'm imagining. Yeah. Um, if you're punning points or something, maybe you could just. Um, it looks still then he's still, he's still is pretty good, isn't he? So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, kudos to the miles bridges owners.
0: Yeah. I think, um, uh, look, I, I, you could try and sell high and try to get a first round player or, you know, get someone who, who's close on the fringes there, but I don't know if you'll be able to. Um, so my advice would be just sit back and enjoy the ride with miles bridges. Cause I, I don't think I'm not going to see a huge drop off coming from this player. And, um, Didn't think I'd be saying that a couple months ago, so um, well done. Let's move on to the next guy. Uh, We're talking Harrison Barnes. Uh, Now, this is another one of those guys who has shot up the rankings um, and is currently, if my screen will load, the 15th-ranked player over on Yahoo, averaging 37 minutes per game, shooting a lofty 49 or basically 50% from the field, 22 points, lots of free throws. What are we doing with Harrison Barnes? Is this real? Is this a sell high? What are we doing?
2: Um, I think it's definitely a sell high at this point. He's never really shown this much. Um, He's obviously heated up. He's shooting pretty well. He is shooting a lot more threes though, which has buffed up his ranking and he is shooting really efficiently. He's shooting 43% from the three point range. It went up from um, four and a half attempts to six and a half this season. So, I mean, you're getting an extra, you know, 30% more three pointers attempted. Um, We'll kind of, definitely go up if you're shooting it efficiently so yeah. that's something to consider um it's three throw percentage as well um it's been a bit on and off but overall it's been pretty good for the season at 86 um so he has been carrying like that was an 11 for 11 three th- uh, three 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 game he had previously that is such a carry yeah that is huge so um overall i mean pun assist ability is awesome um yeah. otherwise he's pretty much a net positive he's really good right now i would be looking to sell him higher though i, I yeah this surely is the ceiling i had him last season um a bit pissed off he wasn't like this for me last season, but anyway, <laughs> that's, we, won't, we won't get into it. Yep. I would be looking to trade in maybe for someone. Like 15th obviously is too high. Um, he will drop off. I think it would be maybe – you can get like a second or third rounder. Um, I'll be so happy with that even like a fourth rounder depending on who it is. Yeah, Just considering his preseason rank was 106. You are getting some – because I don't think it is sustainable. I would say he will drop off to maybe the 60s. He, um, yeah. So for that reason. I'd be happy taking like in the second or third round now. I
0: I think if you can get a top 40 player, I think I would do it. I think outside of that, it would have to fit my build very perfectly. Um, And if it's outside the top 50, I wouldn't worry about it because there's a chance that he just, you know, I don't know, maybe he's gone to another level here. So, um, But like you said, he's not going to be the 15th ranked player. And a lot of that is also a lot of the players above that are struggling, so... His stats could stay the same, but his rank drops back a fair bit. Um, But in saying that, I think the free throw attempts are going to come down. The field goal percentage might come down a little bit, although he's a fairly um, sort of efficient scorer. I do think that the usage will come down. I think they're going to have to give the ball to Darren Fox a little bit more. Right now, he's kind of stealing a few shots from him at the moment. So I can see that attempts coming down as well. And when you're sort of based a lot on usage and scoring and percentages, that is going to drop your rankings a fair bit. Um, but I do still think that he's been a steal at 106. Like, if you drafted him at close to pick 100, then obviously you've got awesome value. He's probably going to be a top 70, maybe, or maybe a top 60 player uh, come season end. Um, so, obviously, uh, great draft pick. Uh, we mentioned the guy who drafted Miles Bridges, also drafted Harrison Barnes in our league. So uh, his team's off to a, a hot start and looking very, very strong. Um, so if you happen to be like our mate here, uh, congratulations uh, definitely in order. So uh, uh, dad if you're out there, uh, congratulations, mate. Good, good drafting. Uh, let's let's move on to the next guy here. Uh, I want to get your take here on Carmelo Anthony, uh, who is currently. Let me just pull it up right here. He's currently the 31st, 31st. ranked player on uh, Yahoo. Yep. Uh, is this legit or are we
2: selling high? Dude, Carmelo is back, um, but I would be selling high. I yep. would definitely be selling high. Um, it's it's just his three-point percentage, uh, which is really boosted up. He's shooting a lot. He's hitting about four a game and he's shooting 52% from three-point range. That has to come down. That is like historic kind of stuff we're talking about here. That surely that's not achievable um it, it has to like am i not wrong by saying he's going to drop off yet uh,
0: i'll tell you what i'll give you one of these
2: guarantee
0: yeah. that that's going to drop off he is he is not going to shoot this well and i'll tell you what he's also not going to do he's not going to average a block per game uh as well <laughs> i think the three's going to come down the points are going to come down the field goal percentage is going to come down as well and when all those things come down i i, I would take anything inside the top 100 for Carmelo Anthony because the other thing is, there's a lot of players from the Lakers who are yet to come back. LeBron's obviously out at the moment. Uh, We're we're missing other players um, as well from the roster. Trevor Ariza, I think is one that comes to mind. Um, Trying to think. Are you Horton Tucker's not in the rotation that they're playing a lot of bench players and and he's one of their sort of few sources of scoring at the moment. So um, yeah, I just think that this is the textbook sell high player, in my opinion, that the, Obvious of obvious sell highs.
2: Yeah, I agree. He has to come down. Um But look, thirty first so far. I know. I think Dylan swiped him up in our league, so yep. well played. Um, but I think it's time to let go of him. Make a trade. Uh,
0: yeah, try try and make a trade. Obviously, I, I wouldn't let go. He just hit seven threes and hit twenty nine points. So don't let go and drop him just yet. But yeah, try, I mean, yeah, sorry, I mean for a yeah, trade specifically,
2: yeah. try, like try put some trades out there. To yeah,
0: yeah, d- definitely, definitely float it out there. And yeah, if you can get. Look, I wouldn't aim for top 100, but like aim higher than that. But realistically, I don't, if we come back at the end of the season, I don't expect to see Melo's name inside the top 100, uh, personally. All right, let's move on to the next player. It is Ja Morant, who came out and is looking like an absolute all star right now. I'll definitely say that. He's an all star, in my opinion. I think he will be an all star this season. He started really hot, was a first round player for the first week or two. He's back now at the thirty first thirty-fifth, sorry, ranked player on Yahoo. Um, what are we expecting from Jar Morant moving forward?
2: Um I still think he's killing it and I still think he'd be pretty happy. thirty fifth I probably is where I, I think he will land. Yeah. Um but in terms of the twenty six points a game and the seven point two assists, um, because there is that much value in those two categories, I think the thirty five probably in terms of your overall value, it should be a bit better than where he is sitting. Um, it's just the, the three 3 percentage, which is hurting you. Yes, turnovers are hurting you. So I guess if you fit him to a good build, um, you're definitely taking advantage of um, those huge, beefy stats and the points and assists.
0: Yeah, 100%. We did. Um, so last year, he was uh, ranked well outside the top 100. He wasn't averaging 20 points per game. The assists were still there. But we've always said with Ja Morant that the issues with him are poor percentages, low threes, the steals aren't excellent either, and high turnovers. So he's a bit of that like Russell Westbrook type uh, in a way. However, he's definitely taken it to another level now that the points have come right up. He, he definitely has improved his shooting. I think the threes are going to remain a bit higher um, I don't know if the assists stay up at 1.6. I can see them dropping down a bit closer to 1.2 um, sort of a, a range. So I think that that might have a bit of a scope to maybe drop him closer to the 40th ranked player. I think I could see him in the 40s moving forward. But again, the points I think are still going to be there. The assists are still going to be there. It looks like he's getting a lot of rebounds as well. The field percentage has improved. So I'm confident to say that this kind of stat profile for Jar is legit. Um, the ranking might reduce from this, but I think this is going to be who we uh, see from Jar.
2: If you could redraft him right now, like where where would you select him? Out of curiosity, if I was in a punt free throw build,
0: uh, I'd take him top forty. Uh, if I could do it again, if I'm if I'm looking after my free throws and and looking after sort of my um, threes and and things like that, then maybe he's sort of outside the top fifty, but. Um, I think, yeah, it depends on the build. But yeah, around that 40 to 50 mark, depending on the build. What would you
2: say? I Look, I could even go a bit higher. I, I could go 30s, could be convinced.
0: Yeah. yeah, fair enough. And I don't think that that's, that's uh, the a wrong thing to say either. I think it just depends on sort of what you value and, and where you think it is. It's hard to say now with, with, um you know, how things would be jumbled back up. But um, yeah, we, we would see. All right, let's move on to the next player. Um, My boy... Of the Boston Celtics, Al Horford. Uh, he's, uh, he's gone back in time, it looks like, and he's de-aged himself. He's currently the eighth-ranked player in 29 minutes. Um, what the hell has gotten into Al Horford? Uh, is this legit or is this a sell-high? Obviously, he's not going to be the eighth-ranked player, but can we expect what he's doing at the moment to, to be sustained?
2: No. No, we cannot. Um, everything right now is like as positive as it could be shooting over 90% from the three throw line. One turnover a game, 2.6 blocks. Um, all of that will change. I guarantee it. Um, all the other stats will probably be maintained to some degree, but it's mainly the 2.6 blocks. Yeah. Like I think that was, this is seasons ago when I drafted Marc Gasol, And the start, like the first couple of weeks, he was averaging similar stats like this, 2.5 blocks. He had a few games that were four blocks, four blocks. Just like Al Horford, he's had a six-block game and a five-block game, and it's completely beefed up this small sample size yeah. to a point where he's the eighth-ranked player, and that's just not who he is. Um, He'll be more reflective of. Um, I think he will definitely outperform the 85th at this point, yeah. um, assuming he stays healthy and maintains 29 minutes a game. He should probably be around the 60s um, just because he goes, gives you good assists for a big man as well at three um, and doesn't really hurt you anywhere. Get to you a, a three-pointer game. Uh, but yeah, the blocks have to come down. I, yeah. I'm going to guarantee it. Give me a guarantee. It's come oh, down. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, the guarantee. Guarantee. Oh. Guarantee he doesn't average 2.6 blocks per game. I think he can average over one. Like, I think he'll be like a 1. 1.2, 1. 1.3 blocks per game kind of guy, which is still valuable. And like you said, I agree. He's definitely a win from that 85th ranked player preseason on the Yahoo rankings here. So if you drafted him uh, in the later rounds, it's definitely a big win. Um, but obviously. Eight is crazy, but like we said uh, early on this podcast, look at the production and what they're actually putting up. And I think outside of the blocks, maybe the rebounds as well probably come down. Al Horford hasn't been a historically excellent rebounder, but those blocks are coming down. But the rest of it is the rest of it's pretty. Uh, I think pretty reliable. I think he's, he's always been a low turnover guy. He's always been a good uh, passer, a good three point shooter from the center position. The percentages have always been fairly solid. Maybe not ninety percent solid, but um, I think outside the blocks, everything else might just be a tiny bit higher, but pretty close to to where he uh, where he normally would be. Um, I think I just lost Callum. Callum, are you there, mate? I just lost you for a second.
2: Yep, yep unstable and unfortunate. We'll, we'll muscle through it. Okay, we get there.
0: We'll, we'll we'll muscle through. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get you back on in a second. We'll, we'll move on to. We'll move on to DeMar DeRozan, um, another player who, unfortunately, uh, I do feel bad because I was quite down on DeMar DeRozan, and I'll put my hand up and say that I was wrong. Uh, I thought he was going to regress significantly. I thought he was going to be the third option on this Bulls team. Turns out it's Vucevic that's the third option, and DeMar is uh, 1B to Zach Levine's uh, 1A. So what are we doing with uh, DeMar DeRozan, who's currently the 17th ranked player?
2: I'm, I'm, if I was an owner, um, Rosen, he he was awesome in a punt three point build and 27 points again, that will come down. Um, but the, I think it's the three throw percentage. That's where you're getting your value, right? He's shooting about eight per game at 86%. That's really, really, really beneficial, um, for any team. Um, field 12 percent at about 20 percent, um, 20 attempts. Huge. Um, so there's big net positives there. i put on onto him. I think this is who he is at this point.
0: Yeah, look, I, I think I think at this point of the season, um, he's had a few huge games. I think last week in particular, he had some games where he went like 15 to 20 from the from the field, uh, really boosted his numbers, went absolutely crazy. So I think there is a there is an element of he's overperforming what he eventually will. But I think at rank 57, he's going to comfortably comfortably beat that. I think he's more of like a top 40 guy than a top 20 guy. So I think, like you said, the points are going to come down. I think that field goal percentage is also going to come down slightly as well. But everything else looks pretty sustainable at this point uh, and pretty much what we expect him to do. We have seen the assists come down, which we kind of predicted as well. Um, But yeah, I think outside of those points coming down a little bit and the field goal percentage coming down a little bit, I think this is pretty much who we expect DeMar DeRozan to be. So... Uh, congrats if you were able to draft him against our recommendation. And if you, you know, maybe you got him at a better discount. I know I drafted him in one of our mock drafts, actually, uh, in in the season. But, um, yeah, I think didn't have him doing this this season. Let's talk about one last player because we're, we're getting a bit of dodgy internet going over here. So, uh, last player, I want to talk about um, Evan Mobley, the rookie sensation in Cleveland. Um I have been, I don't know if you feel the same way here, Cale, but I have been so impressed by what Evan Mobley has done so far. He's the 59th ranked player, um, you know, starting his NBA career, averaging 15, eight, two and a half assists, a steal, and 1.3 blocks. Do we think that this is legit? Is this sustainable? Can he get better than this? What are we thinking about Evan Mobley?
2: I'll be so happy. I almost drafted him too. I, actually, I so regret it now. I, I forgot who I got over him. Yeah. But Evan Mobley, I, I definitely should have swiped on him. I was like, I need someone for blocks. I knew he was going to give it to me, but these other stats. I mean, one steal a game for a big man is huge. Fifty-two percent from the field. Yeah, uh, I guess he's not shooting the three pointers, so that does go hand in hand. He's only shooting about half there, so that is something to consider. But outside of that, I mean, like for a big man, that can hit your free throws. Fifteen points is um that contributes. That's good. Uh, that's honestly that's up there. Eight rebounds. I'll be stoked. Um, if anything. He's only going to get better. He'll get more usage. Um, he's definitely, definitely you know, a thirty-four minute per game guy. That's what he's putting up. Yeah. So yeah. the stats will be maintained. It's only you know the ceiling right now. Let's keep rising.
0: Yeah, I, I think this to me is actually the floor for him. Um, out of everyone that I've spoken about today in this podcast, I think he is the guy that I'm the most confident on on maintaining these numbers and actually improving on them. Uh, because we know that rookies get better as the season goes on, they get more comfortable. They're going to get more minutes and usage. Colin Sexton has now gone down with an injury as well, so there's a lot of usage and points off off the court for that Cleveland Cavs team. Um, and this this guy has been so impressive, man. Like for me, he's by far and away the uh, rookie of the year. I think um, I've seen enough to sort of there was a lot of like Anthony Davis comparisons um, in the the pre-draft process, and I thought they were a bit. Bit far out there, but I could see it. But there was a bit of risk. Uh, I'm convinced now, man. Like this guy is is a unicorn. His passing ability has really impressed me. His ability to guard out of the perimeter has really impressed me. The fact that he's playing well as a four with two other bigs on the court next to him as well, just super impressive. And um, yeah, if if I was the the dynasty owner of Evan Mobley, I'd be very happy. And if I would to do it over again, I think that he should he w- should be the number one. Uh, this sounds like I'm I'm reacting very strongly, but I, I I honestly think that he could be the number one rookie from this draft, uh, both in fantasy and real life.
2: Well, there was always the top three, right, in yeah. Jalen Green, um, who started a bit, you know, hot and cold, as you probably would expect. Yeah. Um, and Cade Cunningham, you know, he's been looking pretty bad, but he's only played a couple of games, so you've got to give things, him benefit yeah. the benefit of the um, doubt at this point. Yeah, but yeah, Evan Mobley, hundred percent. He's he's got to be winning the trophy yeah. for a rookie right now, hundred yeah. percent.
0: I had I had him second on my big board uh, pre-draft season, and um, I, I was pretty confident in that. I, I definitely always had him over Green, but yeah, I think maybe he might he might push Cade Cunningham at this stage with how he's been playing. But we'll see. Obviously, he's still very early, but in terms of this season for fantasy, um, yeah, I think he's going to finish as a top fifty player. Uh, would be my guess uh, for Evan Mobley. So again, congratulations if you were able to draft. The rookie big man. Well, that'll do it for us today, guys. Uh, Make sure if you're on YouTube, give this video a big thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed. Uh, If you're over on Apple Podcasts, chuck a five-star rating on the podcast. Make sure you go over to the show itself to do your uh, rating so they count. If you do on the episode, it it doesn't come through for whatever weird reason. So go over to the show. Make sure you give us a five-star rating. Let us know any questions, any players. uh, Give us your lap of uh, victories and your victory laps on the players you drafted. And uh, we'll catch you guys next podcast. Laters.